0: soup, dishing up tasty morsels of tarot wisdom and other oracular tidbits with your hosts Katrina Wynn and Gina Thees, two saucy sisters broadcasting from the magnificent Oregon coast and from deep in the heart of Texas, and inviting your questions about tarot, oracles, counseling skills, reading advice, and more. Be sure to visit our website at oraclesoup.org to listen to our podcast archive. You can also visit us on Facebook and like our Oracle Soup page, where you can share your wisdom and request for Oracle Soup topics. Soup is hot now, and it's ready to be served.
1: Welcome to a new episode of Oracle Soup Kitchen Table Conversations. And I am Gina Feast, co-hosting here with my dear gal pal Katrina Wen out in Oregon. How are you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's our theme, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, are you feeling a bit uh Tex, Tex- in Tex- it? Texas.
0: My- Texas cellular roots are showing there. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with cellular phones. Are you- <laughs> Oh,
1: yeah. You're, you're, you're getting a little twangy. I could hear it.
0: I could hear it. Well, You I, know one thing I notice about my southern accent, and I don't know if this shows up for you, but growing up in the South, we learned to pronounce words a certain way, and our vowels are completely different from, let's say, the dominant culture vowels. So when it comes to spelling things, I often make mistakes because in my head, I'm hearing it pronounced one way, but the way grammar goes, English grammar is a completely different way. Do, do you have any problems with that? Seriously? Um, you know,
1: in Louisiana, we have our own language. Oh, yeah. So, when you understand how to spell and pronounce chapatulas <laughs> and Lanyap, uh, a <laughs> whole other language, uh, we make up words, and if we uh, you know, you tell us your name, and we don't uh remember it or think that you should have a different name we'll just say what we feel like so i love that that's why we just call everybody sister a a- she, Auntie. no ashe ashe yeah ashe yeah. you
0: know that's a that's a that's <laughs> much easier that think. way ashe
1: mm, honey cha honey
0: cha <laughs> We have a sudden flair on our kitchen table conversation today, cause we're bringing in a Texas brother, right?
1: Yes, Arthur Gray, who is homegrown Texan, will be joining us for our conversation at the table. And um, I love Arthur, and I have—I'm so proud
0: that he has gotten a chance to um, be speaking. That's right, because he is offering. Which, by the way, th- by the time some of you will be hearing this, it'll be past tense. But still, he's offering a present at the Northwest Rose Symposium, where Gina and I get to be together, we're so excited about that, in Portland, Oregon, and it's usually the first weekend of March each year.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to be out there, and I'm going to be talking again on a topic uh, with our dear friend, Mary Greer, and uh, Janie uh, block will be if i'm saying that correct will be joining us as well as we do a panel discussion um on something that we all have some really important distinct views um on uh the topic of uh
0: intuition mm-hmm. intuition and intuitive development and so i can't wait to take you out for your very favorite meal which is the vampire taco right <laughs> Ooh, yummy 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 okay. so um
1: check out what we have here in our offering in this episode in this podcast and if we get to see you out at newts we appreciate it stop by and say hello big hug And big hugs. So yeah, (laughs) join us, join us, join us. So check this out. And of course,
0: we love your feedback. we love to hear from you. Let's get right into it. All right. And if you're looking for how to find some of these places we're talking about, look on the the oraclesoup.org webpage and we will have links for you. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Hey, we have got such a collection of Texans here. I'm excited about that. Just what do you call a collection of Texans, Gina?
1: A bunch of yahoos? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I,
0: I'm a transplant. I'm, I'm not I sure. That. I know, right? Well, you know what? I'm so excited because uh, we have a kitchen table conversation coming ahead. And we've set the table, and it's Texas style, so there's probably a little barbecue maybe. Some, some, pits, beans, some pit tea. style barbecue, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Guess, uh <laughs> We're going to get our fingers dirty, you know, yummy, sticky. <laughs> And we're so excited because we're actually bringing in a friend of ours from Flower Mound, such a beautiful name, Texas. His name's Arthur Gray. Hey, Arthur, welcome to the table.
2: Hey, guys. Good to be here. Well, I'm (laughs) so excited.
1: Yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So you um, have made it to Oracle Soup. Look at that. Finally. (laughs) (laughs) So we are... um, you know, um, talk and shop here, too. So uh, you have uh, are working out there in uh, Flower Mound, which is not so far for me. It sounds far. You know, shame on us being so close but yet so far away, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. it's okay there are many of us that are in the uh, same neck of the woods but we don't see each other until we travel across way on the other side of the world it's a shame but uh, it's because we stay so busy so
0: well what i think is so cool because as you know i grew up in texas but i haven't lived there for probably over half my life now but When I left Texas, it was a relatively conservative place, and even though I was interested in studying tarot, I had no one to study with, and to think that folks like you two are there and you've got thriving practices and you're working with people, I I would love to
2: hear about that. I've been doing it professionally for about eight years now. I run the Green Man Studios, which is my own own business, where I do uh, a lot of handmade spiritual products and tarot products, as well as... I manage a metaphysical shop here in Dallas, so my clientele kind of crosses over. Um, I'm completely immersed in this world, so um, more often than not, it's it's stranger for me to find someone who isn't into what we do (laughs) than to actually be criticized or anything for doing it. So I think that's a really interesting um, viewpoint because a lot of people think that Texas is really backwards, but our cities. Our cities are turning pretty liberal,
1: so. I have had the pretty much the same experience. Now I tell when I say I'm a transplant, I'm originally from New Orleans, which you would think, oh, you know, you have everything, the voodoo and everything, but it's not as um, open <laughs> as you would no. expect uh, there. Um, as a matter of fact, I just. Ran into a couple that said they were trying to find a reader in New Orleans. They could not find one, mm-hmm. and so um, even on the streets in the French Quarter, right there uh, um, in front of St. Louis Cathedral, could not find a reader. Now that what that tells you. And I was just there with a friend who had a practice there in a, a, a metaphysical bookstore there for years, and she said there's nobody doing fairs. There's it's it's hardly anything there so that's that, interesting if you could believe that um, one of the things here um, that I have found is it is liberal i I, I work um, in in the field in terms of I'm not in a shop um, I do a lot of events where there are people that have never experienced uh, have no clue they've never had a reading before and they I find they are a lot more uh, open um, mm-hmm. to uh, the experience than you would think. I find it really disappointing when I've seen other practitioners just say they can't deal with being in Texas because they don't think it's. Um, open enough and so um, I have not had that experience and um, once um, the attitude I shifted and got away from oh I can't succeed because I'm in Texas um, once I decided that won't be my attitude I have grown and succeeded um, even more so people are really open and interested and they have a lot of fun and uh, when they tell me they have never experienced a a reading I, I tell them I love virgins and, <laughs> and and I get to set the tone for the experience and, Absolutely. and, and they, they will
2: remember that for the rest of their lives
1: yes and they yeah. are just like wow I did not <laughs> I had no idea this is what this was about so um, getting to set the tone um, I love that because it's like yes this is what I signed up for to be a wayshore and I get to leave a positive impact, right? Absolutely. Make that first impression.
2: And and so many people, I don't know, I grew up here in Dallas um, in a little suburb called Louisville, and uh, I you know, I grew up in a severely Christian family, and so to to interact with people who have the same background as I do, I think that allows me to connect with them in a way that other people can't. So Absolutely, with the, the way-shower, and it's, it's a very good thing to be able to change their perceptions of that. I think that's one of the, the big perks of doing what we do.
0: Yeah, and, and it's so interesting that each of you are not only having thriving businesses in the South, but you're also, and, and I'm so proud of you for this, you're introducing people to this art that we all share in a way that's non-threatening, that's inviting and supportive.
1: Oh, i try to scare them trust me no, oh, <laughs> no, you <don't>. no, no. <laughs> i tried no um no you don't I, well you know some of them are absolutely i you know, I've had experiences where they are, they just don't, they are frightened and think something it will come out that's bad. I have, um, unfortunately, and I say unfortunately because I think uh, the cards, if you're using that as your tool, absolutely gives us aspects of things that happen in life. So I think it's very disappointing and unfortunate that you have to take out cards like Death and the Devil when you're doing readings at an event. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, Wait a so, minute. So, do you do, that? do, I
0: you do, do that?
1: that? I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't know
0: anybody. Well, I've, I've no, heard I've, of never, people, I've, I've never
1: had that. I've heard of people taking those cards out when they read well, for people silly. at events. Okay, it's like lying to a person to me. Yeah. Um. No, you I know, because if you go back to a person and tell them I did your reading, but I took some of the cards out, how do you think <laughs> they would feel? Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, and no, so, really, not right. it's not their uncomfortableness you're dealing with; it's your own. Right. Absolutely. Okay. That's so I've
2: never had experience. That's really interesting
0: to me. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Like I would say I would say in that case you're not working with a full deck. <laughs> 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 but you know, but this is interesting. I think we have a topic we're focused on here, and and the topic is really generally about the South, about being in maybe a Christian Bible belt, but this might be true among other denominations and uh, belief systems. And how do we create these bridges of connection and understanding and community in a way that's, again, and maybe this is my own bias coming through, but it's supportive and not um, threatening to people.
1: Right. Well, the first thing is um, understanding what your role is, and what your undertaking is uh, when you decide uh to to practice the art and it doesn't matter the tool because some of us um are first and foremost decide to show up as practitioner, and these are just tools we you know we might Absolutely. use astrology or runes or palms or whatever um and so it's about that role because people show up and have a certain expectation and one of the things we talked about is what do people expect when they sit down and across the table from you what are their expectations if they have no clue what do you think
0: Arthur
2: Mm -hmm. um I think I get a lot of people who, who don't have questions they just come in um and I don't know I I tend to draw certain kinds of people to me um I think a lot of people sit in front of me and they say, I don't really know why I'm here. I just read your bio and I really resonated with that. So that's why I'm here. And so then we just throw cards down for like, what do they need to know? And we just see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's, that's my favorite kind of reading. There's no pressure. Like when they come in and they're like, I need to know about my love life or I need to know if my boss is going to fire me or something like that. There, there's a lot of pressure on that. But, but I like these people who are just kind of, uh, Opening up to to this whole world because I mean it is a different
1: world to most people. Absolutely, you're 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 preaching to the choir there. Um, <laughs> when I do events, um, even when I have um, my private clients, the first thing I know they may be coming in with a pressing question, but I. I tell them hold on to that. We're not going uh-huh. to start there because there may be something else going on. Um right. and it may not be the most important thing that you need to know. Particularly uh when I'm doing events, there's no time for a question because people don't know what they want to know. They uh, you're absolutely right. I can't tell you the number of times they sit down. They don't know what, they don't know what to ask. They don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or they give you the very broadest question Ever known to man, which is who know my future,
0: <laughs> right. your future
1: right. w- in two minutes, in two months, and two y- years, in twenty,
0: you know. So, um, it, well, that I- kind of brings me to a question. I'm gonna just cut right in here. I'm a mm-hmm, little yeah. curious about Arthur because I know it, he does a lot of readings, and of the people that you end up seeing in the whatever the spaces there, um, mm-hmm. if you could break it down to the types of questions that come up. Um, if there are some broad categories, how how would you see that division?
2: Oh, just into what kind of questions people ask? Sure, um,
0: or, or not even questions, like just the fact that they show up. like you said, some folks, your favorite are the ones that just sit down and say, "Hey, show me something." Yes, yeah. so what what well, are some well, of the typical styles that you see coming in the,
2: Well, the one that stands out to me is the ones that are going to get on a dare. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: you uh, and I have a lot to talk about. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're fun. Um well I don't even know why I'm here. My, my my girlfriend just wanted me to come in. Or I don't even know why I'm here. I'm just doing this on a dare. Or the ones that are like they sit there with their arms like crossed across their chest. Oh my totally gosh. Awesome. Oh my gosh. And look on their face, like poker face. They mm-hmm. want oh yes. to just- for them and I'll just, in those situations i usually just look at the cards <laughs> and i try like not make too much eye contact because i kind of feel uncomfortable at first and then i will read what the cards are telling me and then at the end they either usually break into tears or i'll ask them i'll it's like does that make sense to you and they're like how could you know this so love questions are really the most common i mean gina you know you wrote the book on it
1: <laughs> of course yes and uh one of the reasons why over and over again because i always say uh life did not come with a manual but love relationships certainly did not come with a manual but now there is one
0: (laughs) (laughs) well at least for readers i actually sometimes i think that people should not only have marriage licenses but they should have licenses to have pets and children (laughs)
2: I agree. I totally agree with that,
0: Katrina. (laughs) But it could be very easy, as simple as taking a, you know, well, it's kind of like the way some people feel about guns. It's like making sure that you've gotten all the proper training and as simple as possible and as free as possible so that we can have happier, healthier people.
1: I agree. Absolutely. absolutely. I love that you say that people come in on a dare, Um, even (laughs) at... Even when doing, you know, parties, when a company or someone has hired a reader to read, and people are sitting down, um, after you know, after they've had a few drinks and they decide to get the courage to sit down and have a reading, and mm-hmm. other people have gone, "Oh my God, there's no way," and so then there are the people that try to sit down and figure out. The- the trick right <laughs> you get those they're like all right all right I, i'm going i'm going I, yeah i'm going to figure this one out you know you get those too. they they're thinking those are fun, <laughs> those We're gonna, are fun. you're not going to be able to get yeah you know, so it's it's all the same you know in, t- in our discussions and what we teach about intuition is to trust
2: so gina in your readings how how much would you say you rely on your intuition
1: it is everything it is everything um, in terms of uh, people ask all the time, well, how long have you been doing this and how do you get to, um, you know, know and how did you know your gift? And it's like, well, first of all, you, you know, it's, it's a matter of the, the, the practice, the education, the learning. Uh, it, it happens so fast now. It's like I don't even think about it anymore. But, yeah, it's like it's everything. I have to Absolutely. know. Um, And Stan, there's a confidence to it. And so it's like when when you're a professional in any kind of profession, you know, it's like when you're a doctor, you know when to diagnose something, it's like this symptom will mean this, right? (laughs) So you get to know these things.
2: I started out intuitively, and I didn't know what any of the traditional meanings of the cards meant um and over the years i just kind of got thrown into these situations you know working at different fairs and and i've just worked my way all the way up to to managing this shop but um i would say 80 percent is still intuition like over the years i've learned that some of the traditional meanings and some of the histories and everything um and i use them but but overall it's intuition how about you katrina
0: Oh, this is interesting. So how much of my work is intuition and how much of it is maybe knowledge of the cards? Right, right. Um, I'm going to add another dimension to my work. So I'm going to say that uh, a third of it is intuition, a third of it is knowledge of the cards, and the other third is uh, my counseling skills yeah. which is knowledge of people and and also psycho spiritual skills understanding of how maybe spirit works mm-hmm. so it's a interesting dance and and a blending of the three i would yeah. i would back up and say
1: while a lot of it is um, I, I actually tell people that um, 5% of it is the intuition or the psychic skill, Arthur. Um, mm-hmm. The other part of it is um, I've got to be able to relate relay information that is relevant and in in, in in actual of actual use and so let's just say if a person comes in now we all do the ethical thing right and say i'm, I'm not a doctor i can't advise you on health i'm not a <laughs> lawyer Absolutely. so yes. however um there's information uh, that that that's like if they're in those areas you've got to know when this is a legal issue and what it looks like you know your intuition is going to say it looks like you may be winning this case however here is where the gray area is where you need to talk to this lawyer take into consideration that you are um advising people but you shouldn't just be you know second guessing
0: and, and pulling it out of the sky in a sense it's kind of like saying hey I'm getting a message, and it's an alert. And the alert says, "Pay attention to some, this area of your life, whether it be a medical or a legal or some other issue, health." And you're not telling them what to do with that alert. You're just saying, "Hey, I see an alert. Let's pay attention to this yeah. and bring in your team so you can address it."
2: Yeah, right. It's like I do the same thing with with work and. Stuff like that It's like so I feel like this is going on And I think that you should focus your attention On this certain area And see what you need to do to, to fix it
1: Right I always leave people with the This is where I'm laying it out But of course you're driving the bus of your life So right. these are options That you have and it's up to you To do whatever you need to do You don't need to pay attention to me Because it's this is up to you Right exactly. So they have to know that they have options and it's they
0: up have, to them to follow they have free will and free choice and they, they do and
2: so many of them though are willing to give that away and that's i, I try to give them their power back that's what i try to do
0: yay yeah. well gosh we're having such a great time talking but i think we've come to the end of uh our barbecue here i'm gonna <laughs> have to go get some more <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: thank you so much, Arthur, for joining us. And I've, I'm really so happy that you were able to take some time to come on over at the kitchen table here with our conversation.
2: <laughs> it's Me been too. It was very fun. Thank you so much.
1: You're very welcome. You're very welcome.
0: <laughs> thank you for spending time with us on the Oracle Soup. We invite your comments and podcast suggestions on our Facebook page, also called Oracle Soup. And be sure to visit our website, oraclesoup.org, for hot new servings of our saucy talks. You can also subscribe to the Feed burner, or listen to our Pantry of Oracle Soup archived recordings, along with articles and links to more resources. And be sure to visit our personal websites to receive more information about us and the things that we offer individually. For Katrina, visit tarotcounseling.org, and counseling is spelled c-o-u-n-s-e-l-i-n-g.org, like an Oregon org. And for Gina, visit tarotadvisor.com. An advisor is spelled A D V I S O R. This content and the content of these podcasts are intended only to provide a summary and general overview on matters of interest. It is not intended to be comprehensive, nor does it constitute legal advice or legal opinion. This content is intended, but not promised or guaranteed, to be current complete or up-to-date and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. You should seek legal or other professional advice before acting or relying on any of the content. And thanks again for listening to Oracle Soup. Y'all come back now.